and welcome. We're the Pandemic Professors. With puppies. Coming to you pre-recorded. Using Zoom. 12 miles apart. With face masks at the ready. I'm Dr. Bowers. And I'm Dr. Barfield. And we're here with you now for connection. Comedy. And comfort. Well, Dr. Barfield, we've been doing this for a while and we've certainly seen a lot of changes um, through the pandemic and how everybody's adjusted. And I guess it feels a little bit like it's time to wrap it up. I know. I can't believe we're almost at our 25th episode. And when we first started this, we really didn't know what was going to happen. It's almost like life is normal while we're living in a pandemic. Oh, it's definitely crazy. Before we wrap this up, I, I think it'll be good for us to take a look back and think about some of the things we've learned, some of the people we've talked to, uh, some of the changes we've noticed. We have other ideas we can explore in a new format that'll be, I think, exciting. And we can let people know about that next time. Dr. Bowers, do you mean that we're adjusting like everybody else? Oh, of course. This has obviously been a time for adjustment. And just like everybody else, we've had to adjust too. So that's just part of what this is. Let's get into looking back a little bit. When you think back about the previous podcasts we've done, what are some of the things that come to mind? What do you think about? I think about all of the wonderful guests that we've had over our time together. Each and every single one stands out for a different reason. And yet they all seem to share the common theme of connection, starting with our very first guest, Danielle. We were all in transition and she was scrambling to get some kind of routine going. I remember making a joke about Zooming from bed and asking her if she was wearing pants. And that led to such a funny time involving humor and the suggestion to not do your schoolwork in bed even during such a hard time and difficult transitions. So many of our guests were able to pull together and be flexible and find a little dash of humor, even in some very difficult and unsteady times. Well, what was great about Danielle too, is that we got to go back and re-interview her later and check in and see how she had adjusted. And it sounds like she had made those adjustments and she'd gotten more used to some of the processes she'd come up to to deal with the pandemic and had really incorporated those into her life and was doing a good job moving forward despite being in uncertain times. The other thing I think about is how all of the guests that we've had, they pulled together not only within their own communities, but within the larger community as a whole. So whether it was Radford Coffee Company or Community Animal Hospital, everybody was doing what they could to come together and to be successful and be resilient during this time. You know, I'm wondering if you could go back and talk to another guest, who would it be? Well, that's a little bit of a tough one. Uh, certainly Coach Lynn comes to mind because of the my connection to basketball and my interest in that. And I would certainly love to hear um, what he and the basketball team and and what's going on in athletics now. Um, so that, that would be an interest, but I, I think for me, I'd really want to go back and talk to Tawana. She really had uh, a, a very positive outlook despite being in uh, an uncertain situation and, you know, working in um, a grocery store that 
at that time was really just a big change, getting used to the new protocols that uh, COVID that had been installed because of COVID. And, uh, but she had some funny stories about interacting with guests. I thought she just had a really light attitude and that still being early on, she had done a good job of adapting quickly and really seemed in a good mental state when the rest of us were, were really trying to figure things out. And, and those of us that didn't have to go into work, we had our own fears, but she, she was somebody who was an essential employee having to go in and her ability to maintain a positive attitude and to be able to apply a sense of humor to that. That was probably one of the most fun times I had interviewing someone because she just kept it light despite what we're talking about, which was kind of rough stuff sometimes. And obviously things have changed since we started. Uh, as you look back at the episodes, what kinds of changes did you notice in the way we did the podcast or you know, the, what we were talking about within the podcast? It was amazing to me as I went back and listened to all of our episodes, the Pandemic Professors podcast really did reflect the different phases that we were in within COVID-19. We started in phase one and ended up in phase two. We had all of these different restrictions, whether they were coming from the CDC or the governor, wherever we were within the pandemic itself, I didn't realize that we were reflecting those different changes. It was amazing to see how we started on Zoom in really a little corner of a, of a room together. Our audio wasn't very good and we were feeling a little more anxious and a little more nervous as we were interviewing some of our first guests. And then as time went on, you could hear the guests talking about what they were doing within their own lives that was reflective of the limitations and the restrictions. Everybody was trying to do the best they could with a 10 person limit or having to close down services within the food industry or um, providing care for animals or people. And as I went back and looked at our podcast episodes in it, the entirety of our series, we really did reflect those changes. It, it was very standout. I think if somebody were to take all of our episodes and put them in a time capsule and you know go back 80 years from now, even 800 years from now, and find the Pandemic Professors podcast, they would see these different stages of this pandemic. We don't think about that when we're in the moment. So that's what stood out for me. As I'm talking about this overall theme, what stood out, the stages of the pandemic, I'm realizing that you and I really have learned some important things, not only from the podcast and from our guests, um, also from each other. What was one of those important things that you've learned from a guest or from the podcast? Well, I would think one, one big thing that I learned was to give yourself really a break on things. There were certainly technical bumps and those kinds of things that you just kind of have to forget about and, and not worry about, uh, you know, the content was getting through and that, that was most important, but you know, that applied to my life in general with teaching. I realized fairly quickly that this new style of teaching wasn't really going to compare to the face-to-face -face things I was used to doing and have done for most of my career. And the instruction was going to be different and that was okay. And everybody did a good job of 
when we talk to our guests or when I talk to you of saying, you know, we're just doing the best that we can and people are going to be forgiving and understand that there are going to be some, in some cases, very severe limitations on what you're able to do. And everybody from all the guests we talked to, um, they were really applying that to themselves and to their community, to people they knew. And, you know, a lot of things that we may have worried about during the, or before the pandemic, uh, really didn't matter anymore. And so you have to kind of let those things go. So I think, uh, for me, that was, that was a big thing and something I probably needed to hear a few times and think, you know, I shouldn't be so hard on myself. You know, I'm, I'm trying to make something work that's difficult. So there's going to be challenges. There are going to be times where it doesn't come out exactly as I planned. And then I just got to let that go and, and continue to push forward. So that was, that was definitely something that, that kind of moved me forward. Did you notice themes across our various episodes? Were there things that came up multiple times that stuck out to you that, um, that helped you or, or helped to inform you? Definitely the theme of connection. That stood out to me and it surprised me. I didn't think that we'd find a theme of connection when we spoke to Jeremy. He was talking about IT, technology, setting up Zoom equipment, and yet it was so powerful to hear him talk about uh, this sense of connecting all of us through technology. Then we also found this theme of connection through business owners, through um, different teachers and faculty members. And I think as we were interviewing our guests, as I was hearing them talk about connection, it really helped me stay connected, not only with our guests and with other people, but it helped me stay connected and grounded within myself. Well, I think part of our intent was to be a source of connection for people. And I, like you, I didn't think that was going to naturally come out of the conversation. I thought just the process of doing a podcast about different members of the community adjusting to uh, the, the pandemic going on would be that source of connection. But it was certainly something that came up in every podcast. And you realize how important having a community is. And when when it becomes harder to connect with them, you have to find new ways to drive that connection. And, um, you know, people didn't just give up on connection because it became difficult. There, there were more of those adjustments being made to find new ways to do it. And that was, I thought that was encouraging. I also think our jokes have gotten a lot better. I don't know if you remember, but in some of the early episodes, we were awful with humor. And we challenged our listeners to help us with that and I think over time, our guests did a great job of helping us with our humor. What do you think? Oh, definitely. We were definitely kind of forcing a little bit of humor early on. But I, I think part of that was as we adjusted to our format and got used to uh, doing a podcast, we became more relaxed and, and more comfortable. And the conversations became more comfortable and were really uh, not driven by any sort of uh, major planning on our part, but just follow the conversation where it leads. And that led our guests to be much more open with us and comfortable and really able to let their general humorous side show, which in turn, I think opened up us up a little bit. 
and then just getting you know more used to working with you and also getting over the initial concerns of the pandemic in general. When we started this, it was just a really scary time. You know, before that, we it wasn't something we were really worried about. And then all of a sudden, this is just a major concern. Back in March, uh, and really kind of through April there, it was intense. And humor was sometimes hard to come by. But, you know, when we realized it was going to go on for longer, and you got used to what was going on, um, I think we all loosened up a little bit there. And it made it more, it made it easier for us to find humor in, in situations, even if it connected to this horrible pandemic. So what's a positive comment that you've gotten? What's something that people have mentioned to you about the podcast that, um, that have, have been positive or positives that have come out of it? Well, you know, you're talking about how you and I loosened up a little bit and also became more comfortable as we interviewed our guests and relaxed in our conversations, I think that's one of the comments that I received from a community member who didn't have the opportunity to directly interact with the college student population here in Radford. They were able to listen to our um, podcast guests and really hear some of the conversations that were happening. That gave them an inside perspective uh, into some of the people's lives that they normally wouldn't interact with on a daily basis. And I ran into them, of course, six feet apart with a mask on, and they gave me the comment compliment that by listening to our episodes, they were able to connect and able to hear these stories that they otherwise wouldn't have heard. They realized that some of the things that they were struggling with were very similar to the things that some of our college students and our younger generations were also struggling with. And it really hit an internal uh cord a, a note for them and they now want to get to know some of the younger people in our town before there was a divide and there was some stigma and some stereotyping that kept them separated from this uh, population and this demographic for me that was very meaningful because that was part of the goal of this podcast to provide connection and I was thinking of connection on more of an individual level, but this is a bigger level, a bigger type of connection of being, bringing generations together and community members together who otherwise may have not had the opportunity to talk to each other and to connect their voices and their experiences. So I think that was one of those um, very big compliments that they gave us and it was one of those things that happened naturally within the storytelling, within people using their voices and being vulnerable and authentic, you know, their willingness to share their experiences with us and with each other. That was so powerful. I think it's also interesting how much of the conversation and what I think got across through the podcast went far beyond the pandemic that, uh, you know, people thought about things in, in new ways that had nothing to do with the pandemic. You know, what's the life of a basketball player? How central are, you know, athletics to their existence? And of course, with, with coronavirus, that was kind of stripped away. But, you know, that brings about bigger questions. You know, what, what about once that athletic career ends? While our conversations always tended to start around the pandemic, uh, Things really went beyond that, I thought. 
and led to deeper thoughts, you know, dealing with um, racism and working as an essential employee and having to talk to people that, you know, don't want to wear their masks or, you know, don't believe in, in the virus and having to still be there and, and do your job and, and keep a smile on your face. Um, you know, there's always bad customers somewhere. And so that's something you've always got to deal with. It's just, you know, this time it was more pronounced because of the virus. So, yeah, I mean, I think it was, um, while we focused on the pandemic, there was a lot more to be learned. And I certainly learned a lot more beyond what I thought I would. I think you're right. I've had so many people come up to me and thank me for some of the topics that we've introduced, whether it's telehealth or pregnancy, people talking about marriage. Uh, this has extended beyond the pandemic. And we've introduced topics that often have stigma behind them. And some of the students that I work with and also some of the friends and people that I see in our community, they've thanked me for talking about things that are difficult to bring up and they're difficult to talk about. And we've provided information so that maybe they can find resources or um, connect in a way that otherwise they wouldn't have before. So Dr. Barfield, it's been great to be able to go back and look at this. I mean, I think when I listened to older episodes uh, this week to kind of refresh myself to, to do this podcast, I noticed all kinds of things and it was it was interesting to look at it from a different perspective than I initially did. When we put these episodes out, it was very focused on, you know, just getting that content right and 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 fixing the technical side of things. Um, but now having gone back this week and you know, using fresh eyes or I guess fresh ears in this case to look at it or listen to it. Um I've really, you know, been able to understand it in in a new way, and to uh, see all these different things we we touched on, and to um, how we gained a, a better understanding of the community effort going on and the connections that were taking place. But um, I, I'm excited to move forward and, and start on something new, and to take what we've learned throughout this process and to be able to, to make changes and, and to progress and move forward and, and do something different. I'm excited too. We're not going anywhere. We're adjusting, we're adapting, and we're moving forward. So for anybody out there who's worried about losing the connection to our voices, don't worry, we're still here. We're doing something a little bit different and I think you'll be really excited. We're gonna talk about that next episode. So sign back on with us next episode and we'll tell you more about the changes that we're gonna make. In the meantime, Dr. Bowers, I've been working on another joke. Are you ready for it? Um, I guess so. All right, what do you call a fish with two knees? I don't know, Dr. Barfield, what do you call a fish with two knees? A toonie fish. Oh, okay. So it sounds like we've maybe come full circle here and are back at the beginning of our, our comedy here. So um, hopefully we'll be able to make some strides on that before the, the next series. We can't make too many changes all at once. You're right. You're right. So we look forward to, uh, to talking to you again 
and to looking forward to the future in the next two weeks. So we'll hope you'll join us then. In the meantime, stay cool and stay connected. Pandemic Professors is a podcast on belonging and connection in the midst of the coronavirus. Hosted by Dr. West Bowers and Dr. Sterling Barfield, we bring together the community of the New River Valley for conversations, comedy, and comfort.